0: Welcome to episode two of the Ace of Spada podcast. This is a special episode here, folks. This is the first episode with a guest. His name is Luke McCallion. He is a former Division Three national champion in lacrosse. Works full time for Bad Rhino Social Media Marketing in Westchester, PA. Currently has a book on Amazon titled Life of a Fogo. Go check it out if you want uh this episode we are going to be talking a lot about motivation to mentality to work ethic i'm very excited to introduce you guys to him so let's get started everybody welcome luke mccallion Welcome to the podcast, Luke. It's good to have you on here. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come on here. So we're just going to get the start off right bang. Uh, we know, I let them know that you are a former Division Three national champion in lacrosse after this year for Cabrini Cavaliers. Um, I want you to give the listeners a description of how you got in that right mindset for that whole day getting into that winning mindset for that national championship
1: game? Well, first of all, uh, Spada, as we call you from back in the day, I want to thank you for having me on. Super excited, excited to see what you can do with this. But uh, back to the national championship, you know, getting into the mindset, um, growing up I was always into you know listening to motivational speakers like Tony Robbins, Eric Thomas, um, Les Brown. And, you know, there was one video that I watched that really resonated with me, and it was about, interviewing athletes like NFL players like all the big athletes not you know college athletes and high school athletes and one thing that they all said like Olympic medalists like uh, Michael Phelps for instance they interviewed him and they asked were you nervous and every single athlete came back and said no I was excited and if you think about it you and I spoke about this briefly before um, excitement and nerves like they all give you the same physical responses, you know, like you get butterflies in your stomach, your palms start sweating, your heart's racing, and it's just all about your perception, you know? So you gotta go into yeah. it knowing that, you know, you are prepared and confident and, you know, next thing you know, you're excited rather than nervous and you're on top while your opponent hopefully is nervous, you know?
0: Oh yeah, uh, yeah I completely yeah, understand. I mean, even yeah. when we are playing, we're playing like lacrosse, we go into say Conestoga or something like that, we all, all get that, that excitement the on the bus going towards to them and we wanted to win and I know that That year year that we did win was probably one of the most exciting points in our career so far for lacrosse
1: and it just as easily could have been nerves you know you could have been nervous rather than excited
0: yeah I think I think it comes into the fact where I also get nerves like when you're when in a physical fitness mindset when you're going for like a one rep PR or something on a deadlift or a squat There comes a part where you are nervous because you're like, you don't want to fail. And I always get more excited, but I find one thing that I use is I use classical music, honestly, when I do my one rep PRs or something like that, just because I think it's the calming factor. And I think there is a calming factor when you get into big moments like that, like you just got to breathe. And just like envision yourself. Like, do you, did you in a sort of envision beforehand that you are going to win? Because I know that's a very big thing that a lot of people do and a lot of champions have actually said that they do too, mm-hmm. is that they actually dream the night before of what they're going to do on the field and that they're going to succeed on the field and win that game.
1: It's funny you say that. Um, the semifinals, so not the championship game, but the semifinals, yeah. I believe, uh, no, it was the quarterfinals and we're at York and this continued on throughout the playoffs cause it worked this time. But anyway, I'm uh, we're in the locker room, I'm doing my thing and I'm in the bathroom, like getting ready, whatever. And I pull my phone out and I'm like, holy shit, we're going to win this. You know, like we're uh, going yeah. to win. So I write it down in my notes, like before the game, this is like an hour before the game. I'm like, I wrote it down. I feel what I said. I'm like, as I sit here. After this game, I'm going to look at these notes and I will be a winner. Like, next thing you know, we won the game. I screenshotted it. It was like sending it out to my boys, like, yo, like we envisioned this together and like we were prepared for this. And then from there on out, like, I'd be like, yo, I wrote it down. And like just writing it down, it gives you more confidence because if you write it down and then you look back at it and you're like, damn, like I wrote it down for nothing, like you kind of go in and you have to win. If you put it down on paper and show people, you know, it's like, if you're going to tell someone that you're going to do something, you have to follow through or else, you know, you're a loser.
0: Yeah. I think that's and actually, I was going, going to bring up that point, point later, later when later we talk about sort of your mindset going into mindset. dropping out of school and stuff like that. But I guess we'll bring it up now just cause that's where it went. Um, I was actually listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. And the one thing I took away from it is that you need to write things down. Yes, And it's a thing where, You're not going to get it done. Like you could say whatever whatever you you want want to say all the time. But if you don't have that commitment of writing it down on a piece of paper, Mm -hmm. you're never going to actually get it done. Like I never thought thought I was going to start all this this until until I actually wrote it down on a piece of paper saying I had to get my mic. I had to get this program that we're using to actually do this. Because if I didn't, I would just keep delaying delaying it, delaying it, delaying it. And I was was saying saying it on my YouTube videos, but I did did nothing about about it for a whole month and a half that I was actually recording my YouTube videos Mm -hmm. until I wrote it down. And I think that's actually a big thing that people need to take away is that you could sit around all day and do nothing. Like People have that mindset where they think they're getting a lot of stuff done, but they're not because they're not writing things down. And it comes in that fact with like a to-do list and stuff like that, where you write, write the stuff down and it know you're going to get it done, which is why people you see do a to-do list that they have the top five important tasks they need to get done during the day. Yeah. And they end up getting that thing done. Well, it's funny you say that cause I'm sitting here at my, I guess, work area at my desk and
1: I have a whiteboard and my goals for the week are written down my checklist for the day and then check marks for like habits I want to quit and things that I want to do every day. So, when you go back to the end of the day and you can sit down and check that off, it's like it adds to the integrity, you know?
2: Yeah,
0: and I think yeah. it's also like a thing where if you write it down, you actually get it done. You physically see yourself checking that off. Exactly. And it you gives you an illusion – I guess not an illusion. It gives you a sense of confidence in yourself that you're yeah. able to do more <laughs> things that you thought you weren't able to do. Like say one exactly. of your it's tasks like – it's like completing a really tough set, really tough even set. if it's like even in it's college, like it's just like an engineering problem or like a math problem in calculus. If you complete it down and you write it and you check that off your to-do list, that's one less thing you have to do for the day, but it's already done. And exactly. it's like, it just sets the pace for the whole day. It's uh, it's like a tangible confirmation, you know, like you get
1: the to see the check, you write the check, like the check is there. And if it's not there, it's not just like a thought that you can brush to the side. It's oh, a yeah. check. It's a missing spot on your calendar. And you know, it's just, it's like a eyesore. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think and I want to, I think, wanna, I think, I think, think it's, it's more, more like, like, I don't know I don't how you like say it for writing, writing stuff, stuff like this out, out but it's, it's more like, 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 I guess like a, a, a discipline factor, 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 would you say in a sense? Yeah. Cause I know a lot of people, like we were, like I already yeah. said, like a lot of people just sit down and say things, but they will never actually act. And they're the same people that look at me or you. And they honestly just kind of laugh at us for doing the stuff that we do now. Because it's, it's like, it, it's, we're it's trying nice to separate, separate ourselves. ourselves. Yeah, it's, it's funny
1: you, you bring that up, discipline, because over the past like few weeks, um, so I'm living at home right now, and as you said, I dropped out. So it's really time. Like, I'm an adult now. It's time for me to like, yep. get my life together yep. or whatever. And uh, I was sitting there, like, thinking to myself, Denzel Washington said, um, just because you're doing more doesn't mean that you're getting more done. You know, and like I had all these things in my head that I was going to do, and it was all just a a hubbub of things like scattered all over the place. I was like, had goals here and a a list to do list here. And then I didn't start getting things done until I wrote it down on paper. And so I put it on this whiteboard and spreadsheets where I could like follow the list and plan things out and actually check them off. That's when you begin to see progress. You can't be disorganized in your head. Or at least that's not how I work.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think a lot, a lot of, people, of people, I get, I that. get honestly, that. Honestly, I yeah, think I started, started, started out as that, out that. like, when I started, I started to get again, more disciplined in my, my schoolwork, I would honestly think I was getting a lot, lot done, but I was never actually really getting a lot done when you look at it. Like, yeah. it starts with the small things, like, even with your room, and, like, I've read Make Your Own Bed. Like, mm-hmm. it's actually a thing that starts with the smallest thing possible with your day. It really is. It's just is. simply just making your bed. Yeah. Is the smallest, smallest task you could ask for. It needs to be, and, it's, and it takes, takes less, less, less than three minutes. minutes yeah, out of your whole day it's just to start, start your day. And if you start your day with one little small uh-huh. task, it I mean, if it takes that. three minutes, then you have done something wrong. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. It should be even less, than that. Should be less yeah. than that, but <laughs> you never know how tedious people are with actually making their bed. But it's like yeah, and I know what you're saying. <laughs> the other day, I uh,
1: I got up at six o'clock to go work out before work which I told myself I'm going to do every day from now on. And, you know, it's a struggle. But, you know, if you get over that first hump, getting over the next hump is easier. And then I found myself in the refrigerator, open up the freezer, and I see ice cream. I'm like, yo, I want an ice cream, right? And then I was like, nah, I've been on a streak all day, so I'm not going to have that ice cream. It it adds up.
0: Yeah, it definitely, definitely, I see it in that that sense, too. too. You're kind of tying tying in in the the fitness fitness part part that that I like to talk about. Um, Discipline, Discipline, including including when you're eating foods, foods, is actually really important important, because it's like, you can you have can that have ice cream it. if you put it into your plan. Like, you don't have you don't to, like, you can have it, it, have it, but you want to make sure it fits into what you're doing. Like, exactly. you want to be able to, like, usually I eat at yeah. least six days clean. And then I have something like that, like an ice cream on Sunday or something or Saturday yeah. where yeah. I work the whole week. I hit the gym hard. I did, I did all hard. I need to get done. I woke up early. And mm-hmm. I do what you did. But you need to deserve something to do it. And it's that discipline factor where if you keep yourself accountable, yeah. good things happen. Mm-hmm. And I did the same thing as you, except during my internship, I'd be up at five. Yeah. Just so I can get that extra. It's not even getting stuff done in my mind. At least in my mind, like listening to a podcast or reading a book for even 30 minutes in the morning, taking a ton of notes is actually really helpful for someone to expand their mind. And and it's just like that extra 30 minutes that people think they need to sleep, like go to sleep earlier. Yeah. It's like you can go to sleep at nine. You don't need to be on your phone till 10, 30, 11, get up at five because I know a lot of people who do nine to fives Mm -hmm. who end up doing that and then they go and they wake up and then they say they don't have time for the gym and stuff like that. It's like go to sleep earlier wake up earlier Mm -hmm. go to the gym if you have to in the morning if not if go to the gym right after work because that's what i did but i made sure i got up early enough to at least fit in my reading every day and at least some sort of podcast and people make excuses that they can't do that and it's like you could even do it on the train to work like i would listen to my podcast on train to work it'd be like an hour and a half podcast yeah takes me 40 minutes You you got half of that done there and you can get the rest of the podcast on the train right back. Mm-hmm. There you go. You listen to an hour, an hour and a half, half. podcast of something important that you really do value every single day. Yep. And that's how you increase your knowledge. And that's yeah. how me and you have gotten to this spot too. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. I mean,
1: start, start the mornings off on the right foot, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you have a morning routine? Do you have like a... Anything yeah, so... Like- uh, not until recent have I,
1: like actually made a a firm plan to stick to like a schedule for each day um i wake up around six Uh, eventually hopefully that'll be earlier but right now i'm I'm satisfied with six you know um yeah so i get up there go downstairs go straight to work out of my garage um after that i'll grab my cup of coffee and i'll sit down and like you do i'll either listen to a podcast on my couch like not watching anything just sit and listen uh meditate or read. And I've been sticking to the meditation part in the morning. I don't know if you know who Wim Hof is, but I like to do breathing exercises in the morning. Um, and as soon as I'm finished my cup of coffee and my breathing, I'll go upstairs and I'll take a freezing cold shower just to, you know, wake me up and get me feeling right in the morning. And then after that, I'll, uh, you know, start to settle down and get into my, my work routine. And if I'm working from home, I'll take some more time to read and do stuff on my own and do like my personal development um but if i have to go to the office then i'll go to the office and then the time after work is where i do my personal development
0: oh yeah, oh, yeah. i do I this you're a big, big wim hof guy you went, went full on yeah. breathing big, techniques the and then cold, cold shower, shower type type, type stuff, stuff. Always, i can always man i try to do the cold showers, showers that, that stuff, stuff is tough. tough i've done it a few times i think, I think the most i've ever gone, gone straight is two weeks yeah. after yeah. that i just couldn't take it anymore uh-huh. um but, but yeah, yeah, I do, I the, do same the same thing, thing basically as you. Honestly, um, it's I wake up. I don't like to touch my phone for the first hour. Yeah. So the first hour is at least phoneless, or if it is or if it's something, I'm playing music or a podcast. I'm, like, usually I hop in the shower, I've write the made that first
1: a, thing. I've made that a huge point of emphasis too because uh, excuse me, my, my job, I'm a digital marketer. And then on mm-hmm. the side, I do day trading. So that's always looking at a screen. So basically, everything we do is looking at a screen. Besides for you, the fitness aspect and besides me, like the writing and stuff. But, you know, even that, you're always looking at a screen. So it's imperative
0: that you get that first hour, hour and a half without the phone and just mindfulness, you know? Yeah. I think I it gets get you, it like you just said, the mindfulness part. part. I think it gets you right in the mindset for the day, yeah. in which case you're able to do stuff that prepares your body to take on what you're going to have to do yeah. mentally yeah. and I don't physically.
1: It, like, primes your mind, too. Like, yeah, the first thing you look at shouldn't be, you know, a biased article on Twitter or bad news going on in the world. It should be, you know, be grateful for something and start your day off not only on the right foot physically but emotionally, too, and prepare yourself for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, along I think with that, that uh, I, know I know a lot I of people, people always talk about, about social it. media. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. you're a social media person, but they talk about how it actually can cause anxiety in people, mm-hmm. which... I think it I mean, is because you look at people now, and there's a lot of, a lot of fake lot of people, out there, people out there. Yeah. Especially on Instagram. Instagram is probably the biggest one now for at least our generation. And it's just people look at it right when they wake up and they see how happy people are. Yeah. And you see, and you don't know if that's real happiness, that kind of no. paid stuff that they're going on, trips or whatever. And it just makes people feel sad about their own lives that they're having yeah. but they won't do anything and you and don't feel you don't like doing anything about it to change your life you just want to mope and just mm-hmm. sit there and sulk about your own life
2: yeah which well, is not
0: the right day to start which is not how you should start your day your day should be exactly. filled with mindfulness and gratitude yeah so i start my day basically the same thing as you i do meditation but i do mine by uh i do the wake up the wake up app by same yes yeah yeah uh, Probably the best $15 I've done per month. You yeah. might think I'm crazy for paying for an app for $15, but it honestly has been so helpful in just bringing peace to me. Like a lot of yeah. things I'm able just to grasp and then move on. Yep. Like negative thoughts now have, I come to it, I realize it, and I let it go. I don't like to react to it because if you react to it, it means you're giving it more feeling to yourself. Yeah. Which then you get that negative energy in your body, which makes you feel worse. Yeah, You almost have to treat it as if it's not yours. You need to like step aside and analyze that feeling and then push it away. Yeah. There's scenarios where you just gotta be like, you always always get those things where like you see something, maybe like a fight or something, like an Mm -hmm. argument between two people that you know, and it's kind of like you just have to step back and just Mm kind of just let it play out. Like you don't need to get involved because if you get involved, it's going to affect you more than it affects anybody else. Exactly. And that relates, that's like a
1: perfect metaphor to, you know, the two voices on your shoulder, you know, the the battle within yourself, the two wolves, which one are you going to feed, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was, was, I honestly honestly think think the the nine to five, 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 I really, I wrote wrote this down down as a note. My my nine nine to five, I I noticed something and And I know you are going to have a good comment on this. So I (laughs) would see this thing where you sometimes see people and they don't want to be there. Yeah. And they're really just sad. Yep. And I've went over this already, how they're sad. But then you ask them what they're happy about and they get so excited. Yeah. Like they literally like we could talk about like my boss talked about motorcycles. Uh-huh. And he would get so excited to talk about motorcycles because that's what he like like to he loves to ride them and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, if you have a hobby or something that you know you could possibly make some, that you could possibly make a career out of, like wow. I'm trying to do, it's like go do it. It's yeah, just go do it. Like, come on! Like, like, what do you, what have, do you have to have? lose? So I know yeah. that's going to bring into the part where you decided, you decided to, to drop out of college, and yes, I think you should give the people why, mm-hmm. especially at such a young age. At such a young age, excuse me, that you decide to do it because there's a lot of kids out there that don't think they need it, mm-hmm. that should do it. But there's also a ton of people that don't need it, actually, yeah. but they still go to it to please their parents, in a sense, because that's what their parents did when they when they grew up, is that they were basically going to college to work that 9 to 5. Yeah. And it's come to that expectation that people should have to work 9 to 5.
1: I mean, whatever, whatever your reason for going to school or not going to school, this is my take on it. And it's that if you know what you want to do with your life, if you're not a doctor or a lawyer or something that's a specialist that you don't need you don't need a degree to get the job, then you don't have to go to school. Like the only reason you would go to school is for a backup plan. I'll get into that later, but if you know what you want to do with your life, if you want to be a singer, if you want to be a creative, this mostly applies to creatives, you know, entrepreneurs, yeah. influencers, people like that. If you know what you want to do, go on and do that, right? That's what you should devote all your time towards. That's what makes you happy. Don't have a plan B. You know, I am a big believer in not having a plan B. I understand that people like the security and the safety and the hope or whatever. But I think that there's something different about people with a plan B versus people that have their backs against the wall. And that's exactly the difference. Their back is against the wall. You know, if I don't have a degree and I say, if I tell people this is my goal and this is what I'm going to do with my life and everyone's calling me crazy for it, I have to make it happen. You know, Whether I make it happen within the next year or the next 20 years or the next 50 years doesn't matter, but I this is my life goal, and I look at myself as a failure if I go back to what I was doing because I stepped away from that, you know, like yep. I, I
0: took the leap of faith, I jumped, and there's no climbing back up, you know, yeah. And I think I had the same way when people, if they when I started my Instagram, there was a big kind of reaction to it. Yeah, I'm not the biggest guy guy in the room. I will never say say that. that. (laughs) Trust me, you know that. I'm not (laughs) the (laughs) biggest guy. Um, But it's like I just wanted wanted to start it to get myself out there. It's like you gotta... It's the same same thing with the confidence. It's like I had to have... I wanted to create it, so I did it. I don't care what the people thought in the beginning. I might only have 325 followers right now, but it's like I started at zero. You got to, you got think. to think, everybody, everybody starts, starts, starts with zero. Like, this podcast will start with zero, zero exactly. listeners. Like I mean, you're, you're crazy until you're not. You exactly. Know? And like, people will call you crazy until you're successful. Exactly. And once they call you successful, they call you a genius, which yeah. is the dumbest it's thing, dumbest thing in the world. That's I just think the way it works, man. It's, it's kind just of like, it's exciting, though. It, like, drives you. you yeah, know? yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's honestly what drives me. Like. It drives yeah. me is that I think, I think, you, think saw you saw it, it but there were people in high school that, put me down a lot especially on our team in general yeah um not to call them out i won't say any names just because of that but i think it comes from that internal drive where if you're put down so much that you have something to prove to people yeah Mm -hmm. and i always feel like i have a chip on my shoulder Mm -hmm. and it's like it might not even be about the podcast or anything but it's like i always feel like i have a chip on my shoulder My teacher one time told me, like my professor, I met with him last, two years ago, my sophomore year, end of my sophomore year, told me it was, I wasn't good enough for the major.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I went from a 2.85 to a 3.2 in yeah. a matter of two semesters. And then he recounted. And then he actually recalled that statement to mm-hmm. me personally. And I was like, yeah, you should, because it yeah. wasn't true. But it's yeah. like that internal drive, not too many people have. No. And people need that it's like mm-hmm. there's a there's separation a between those who are going to be successful and those who aren't by that inner drive that you have. Yeah. It's like, are you willing to go that extra mile? And I know you, since you dropped out of college, I'm already in my senior year. I didn't think it was at this point. I don't think it's worth it for me to drop out. Yeah, I've I've considered it, but I never wanted to. But I think that's because I like my career path that I have. But it's also I have in a is sense the balls to create, balls to create this, this mm-hmm. where, where I, know I know it can take, take off if, if i really I'm put my right effort into it mm-hmm. and if i get if the I guests get that i know i can get, get it, and it's I like if like i give, like give value, value, value to people yep. and that's and one of the things, of things like, like that, that i find is actually exactly really motivating especially to me is that the value you give like you could have one listener like this may only have one listener whoever that is You're going to get a ton of value from this, especially from your mindset standpoint that we're giving to you now is that it's just that one listener, but you affect that one person and that makes you marketable right away. Like just having that effect.
1: Yeah. Again, it's funny that you bring that up. up. I, I haven't written anything or recorded anything in forever. That's because I decided that I need to follow a plan. I can't be doing a ton of things at once. You know, I need to one step at a time, I'll build up the credibility, then I'll get into it. But anyway... I started writing something, I had this idea the other day, um, I, I was at a loss for words, I didn't know what to write, I really wanted, my biggest focus was, all right, I need to blow up, like I haven't done anything, this has to be the viral video that I make, you know, the viral piece of art that I write up, and then it came to me, I was like, like viral, viral doesn't blow up right away like a virus infects one person and then spreads across the world like an epidemic begun with one or began with one person and then the next and then the next and then the next and it's a slow process but eventually it will get there you can't shoot for the stars right away you need to you know build the foundation and go from there and it'll eventually you'll get that one blow up video but you know you, you got to start small you can't expect great things right away
0: yeah and I think it's that you see those get rich quick people, yeah, and everybody, <laughs> everybody always thinks that it's like that. Yeah, nothing is ever like that. You <laughs> don't see, <laughs> yeah, you don't see <laughs> what they put <laughs> in the back. I know you're day trader; that's a whole different thing. <laughs> but
1: I've still been shown that it's not a get rich quick method. Yeah, you know, nothing is easy.
0: Exactly, nothing, nothing is easy. easy yeah. But people don't understand that. That's yeah. why they. You see the people that quit after a week yeah. or two. Yeah. They're like, oh, cool. Call me an entrepreneur. They're like, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to make that. I'm going to make it real quick. I'm going to make yeah. that millions of dollars in a matter of two weeks. No, you're not. No. You got to sit down. You got to buckle up. You're going to go on a long roller coaster, plenty of ups and downs. Yeah, I haven't even started this podcast. This is the second episode. And it's already like an up and down process. You can already tell. So it's like, like, but but you can can only improve. You have to start. start. Mm -hmm. And everything Everything improves. Like that first first episode, episode, you're always going to have one one bad episode. and Usually it's it's the first episode. episode. Yeah. And And it it only only gets better, better, though, from the first episode. So you got to be willing to give that chance chance to it. it. Yeah. And I think we were talking about this the other day. If you want to expand more on it, it's that fear of regret. Mm-hmm too we were talking about that nine to five and how people yeah. are sad and i know you emphasized this you emphasized it when we were discussing this earlier is that mm-hmm. there is a big problem with people and that fear of regret and also that fear of failure so if you want to if you want to go more into that if you have anything to say on it yeah, i mean that is what drives me you know
1: the fear of regret yep. you know I think there's not enough weight put on the idea that we like lives can be taken at any moment, you know, like you might not wake up tomorrow. And if you're settled in life and just going about every day, not satisfied, not happy, you don't have to be satisfied, but if you're not happy or in a place where you want to be, and you're not content with the impact that you're having on the world, and you're not fulfilling your dreams, your desires, And you die or you get hospitalized and you're laying on your deathbed looking back like, what have I accomplished? Like, I didn't do anything I wanted to do. Why? Like, if I'm laying, say, 50 years from now on my deathbed and I'm dying and I'm looking up and I close my eyes and I'm just rewinding my whole life like day by day. Did I do everything I could? Did I do everything I wanted to do? Or did I hold back? And for what stupid reason did I hold back? Like, this is extreme. I'm going to get extreme here.
2: Let's go. Let's do
1: it. We're literally on a floating rock in an infinite universe. And we place so much value on other people's judgments and opinions and, you know, the path that's been paved for us. But at the end of the day, you only live and die with yourself, you know? So the only thing that matters is that you accomplish and get done and experience everything that you want to do. And, you know, that's what drives me. I, I cannot stand the fact that I could pass away one day, not having accomplished what I wanted to accomplish.
2: Exactly. Like you did.
0: You just took that step one, you dropped out of school and that's yep. something that yeah. you, when we had a discussion, you didn't regret when it whatsoever. You never did. I mean, your no. parents might not have liked it, it's, it but it, you it was, didn't regret it.
1: it. It was by far the hardest thing I've done to this day. Like telling people close to me that I am basically going against everything they've ever raised me into. My, my coach had done everything for me. He was one of the greatest men I've ever came across. And he put so much time and effort into me. My family put so much time and effort into me. And I was just like, it's either sacrifice this moment or and this friendship for right now for a better future or sacrifice my future for a short moment. You know what I'm saying? Like that we might have burned some bridges now, but in the future, hopefully I can rebuild the bridges that I burned and, you know, give back to the people that helped me along the way. Because although I left that lifestyle, some of my best friends are from college, you know, and like I said, the coach that I had and the, the staff that I left were some of the greatest people I've ever come across. And I will never forget them, you know? So I hope that one day me leaving will pay off and I'll be able to pay them back,
0: you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's I that, think that, that in my, in mind, my it's, mind, it's your fear of regret, regret thing, thing is more in the way, way I, like I like to say, say it is the could have, would have, should have moment. Yeah. And, and you could have made this, this. this. Mm-hmm. which, which would have led, led to that, bad. and yeah. you should have done it. Uh And if you don't don't have that, that, I mean, if you you go into your depth, the way I think about it it, in the sense is I could have, would have, should have. Like if I didn't do this now, I know know in about about a year year, I'm actually going to regret it because in a year this could blow up. We don't know what's going to happen because it's like you got to take that chance. But I think it's also like you were mentioning, it's the people around you too that affect you. Yeah. And I think I, I, think think I, want, I want to go like more into this conversation because this is a big, a big one that a lot of people get really uncomfortable with. with. Mm-hmm. And they have a difficult time saying, saying no, no and, and also, also distancing themselves from people that aren't good for them because of their past. Because yeah. I, I know I have, have a friend great. in school I also I want to mention him. his name because he's one of my best friends. Uh, mm-hmm. He's probably going to know I'm talking about him after yeah. listening to this. But he just sits and he just sits down all day and plays video yeah. games. He would just yeah. sits there. He just coasts. Like mm-hmm. his whole this whole like year yeah. through school, he always just coasts. Mm-hmm. He doesn't only... Really, he does what's expected of him and stops. Yep. And that's really it. Yeah. And he doesn't know what he wants. Like he does, he does know doesn't what he wants what to do after school, that, but He doesn't do anything to improve his chances of actually making that happen. And it's It's coming back to that thing that we talked about, about not Uh, being just disciplined, disciplined, but it's like, like, I I get get hated hated on on. because I am doing stuff that's cool, but But it's it's risky. Mm. And it's like, like, I want to live a certain lifestyle lifestyle. and it's like more health focused and and I don't go out out as much anymore and it's like, People really really do, especially in college, college, especially at Penn State, where Where you're kind of expected to party. It's a big party school. Like, if you don't do it, you're kind of, I guess you're kind of just separated separated from everybody, everybody, but I'm okay 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 with with that that now. I think a few years ago, if you told me that, that, like, mm -hmm. my end of my freshman year, I would have been like, you're crazy. I'd have been like, if you told me I wouldn't be partying as much after that, it's like, no. It's like... But now I understand why people do separate themselves from things like that because yep. it does get in the way. And you always mm-hmm. see those Instagram posts on those business type pages. I follow a lot of them. I'm sure you probably do too. That it goes, you see those people that says one person partying all night, sleeps in till noon, watches TV and Netflix, plays video games. And on the other side, you see a person that's reading books, is working, he's studying, And then he's also, like, not going to, he's not going to parties, but he's working on a way of finding another stream of income. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I want to get to that point, but there's a thing with saying no that irks me a bit, in a sense, is that I struggle with it, because I think it all happened from high school, where I didn't have all those types of friends, I wasn't the most popular kid, but it'd be like... You kinda of miss I kinda missed out on a lot of things during, during high, school, high school. So I don't, so know, I don't know, how know how to say much. no because I want to experience it now in college. Yeah. But there is a time when you need to say no for your own personal benefit. Like if yeah. you want to read, stay the stay fuck, the fuck home, home and read. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you gotta you make you got a choice. Like what you What's wanna you do, do you is the most important part, part to you. Part yeah. But yeah. I really I do just struggle with it. I don't know what your thoughts are around it, but it's like I don't don't like, like, I'm I'm trying trying to distance myself from people that are giving me more negative things or don't want to do anything because I want to learn from people. And the only way to grow is by being in a group of people that are going to actually challenge you to make a change and actually get better. Well, listen, man,
1: I'm all for balance too, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. As as much as I think the put your nose down and get it done is the quickest way to the top, that's also the quickest way to run yourself down, Yep. you know? And... I like to party, obviously. I don't know yep. many people that don't like to party, but at <laughs> the same time it's like, do your visions outweigh the short fun that you could have now? And only like only now have I realized that that like I it finally hit me in the past few weeks that I've started my real life, you know, like it's not time to be a kid and let, you know, your life pass you by. This is when you start making steps. This is when you can start making a difference in the world and you can't do that without discipline you know you look at all the successful people and they're like oh they work hard or whatever but like they work insanely hard like they're not just working hard like they are doing things that you could never put yourself through not like physical challenges even but like just like discipline integrity doing the same thing every single day like following that routine and getting it done like that's what it takes and the balance will come later. Like the reason that you and I are looking to do what we want to do now and get started at this age while everyone else is looking to have fun in college and go to parties and, you know, do their thing is because right now is the perfect time to get started. Because while I have fun now, it's going to be a lot harder after graduating to, you know, crawl back in, climb back onto the mountain. But if you get started now, it's a lot like we get the momentum when we're young. You know, it's like investing. Like if you get started investing when you're 20 yep. as opposed to 40, it's going to be a lot better when you're 20. So start investing in yourself now rather than later.
2: Yep. Do
0: you, then, a, do you have a Do you problem saying no. saying no? Do you ever? Yeah, I was going to go mm. back to that. I realized oh, I, okay, I, I, no, no, I, I, I got to keep win. ranting, bro. This is a We're going <laughs> full on. We're these yeah. people are <laughs> in it for this one.
2: <laughs> um,
1: a, a problem saying no, like a like FOMO kind of like they are missing out. Yep. yep. You know um yeah especially in these past few weeks when like my buddies are going back to school and stuff and like Mm -hmm. i'm getting ready to go to work and like do my real life i'm like telling my mom or my dad like yeah like i'll I'll get on track when my friends go back to school and they're like this isn't summer for you like this is your life like you don't have a summer break like every day is a grind for you right now Um, and i was like wow Like, you're kind of right. So, like, I need to start saying no. And it's going to be a lot easier when everyone's back at school, obviously. But it's definitely – it's harder to say no when you're surrounded by people, obviously. You know, that's why – that's another reason why I want to move out. Because when you're alone, it's easier to push yourself. There's no outside influences, you know, changing your decisions or influencing your decisions. And it's basically just you and yourself. And for some people, that will destroy them because they get in their head or whatever. They get lazy. But, like, for people that are disciplined and driven and have – An enticing vision it's easier to get things done when you're alone
0: yeah Yeah, i think it's it's totally true Um, i just moved into my own single single. room for the first time in college yeah and not even even one day day and then it feels great because i don't have to see someone else in my room my room is my own space yeah and it's like i have a board with all my goals written on it and it's not like i'm gonna get questioned on what my stuff is it's like me Looking at my board every day and then starting my work, and it's Mm -hmm. like, and do you have have that problem also with separating? Have you had to separate from people? Have you had to like distance yourself from? Have you ever had negative people in your life that you tried to distance yourself from? Because I know that, I mean, at a young age, it's definitely tougher for us to see that because everybody's kind of positive right now. We're all really young, we're all as we're partying, everybody's trying to have a good time, everyone's trying Mm. to. yolo Yolo life right now basically basically. and it's like like, no one really wants to be that person that's lazy or anything but it naturally just happens to a lot of people yeah so i i know who is
1: and isn't good for me Mm -hmm. however these people have been like my friends for my entire life so it's like balance again it comes back to balance like when i'm with them i've set it i've set aside time to forget about real life and be with them, you know, because relationships are a huge thing for me. I understand I'm gonna lose some along the way because that's just what happens when you're dedicated to, like when your dreams outweigh everything else in your life, right, but I, I understand the balance. Balance is very important Yeah. For me, so I haven't necessarily set anyone aside now.
0: Okay, yeah, because yeah. I think, cause I, think I, like I like that idea that you give, you give, give in a way of balance, so you give that own time, that time to people, Yeah. because I think that's I a think part that a lot of even successful people miss Mm -hmm. and it's something that I struggle with a bit when I hit, I hit my opening part of my internship and I kind of went on, I started my grind basically. So I started developing the podcast and the fitness Instagram. I kind of upped my content, my YouTube took off. So I was kind of just like trying to focus on all that, but it's like, I had two of my roommates who live here with me in my apartment down in DC. And it's like I gave certain time though to be with them, where it's like I don't record, yeah. I don't do anything. It's, it's like so I don't easier a, when you're alone. I don't have, I a, don't book, have a book, but it's yeah. so, so nice, nice to have those friends that you're like you're given that break from from it's your like actual a, grind. It's like a
1: brain break for a little bit, you know? yeah. Because
0: like, if you don't yeah. do it, like you said, you're gonna get burned out, and that's the last yeah. thing you want to do. Because it's like yeah. those people bring you back to earth, uh, and it's. And I'm really and I'm thankful, for thankful for those people because it's like, like, if I didn't have those, yeah, it's not just people that inspire me, but it's mm-hmm. like people that I know I can tell anything to and it's just like, cool, yeah, yeah. whatever. But it's, but it's, I think, I think it's, it's just, there's some there's people when you realize it, it that I think it hits you that they are negative
2: negative, yeah.
0: and they don't look out what's best for you mm-hmm. and they don't really care. And I think that's where my turning point is, is that if they don't care what's best for me, like if I look out for them, like I want the best for them. If they don't like think that what I'm doing yeah. is the best for me, that I tell them what I want to do, mm-hmm. it's, I'm going to start to distance myself from you. Cause if you don't think what I'm doing, if you're not going to support me yeah. at all, I'd rather you I'd rather be in that doubter section, inspiring mm-hmm. me to power through. Yeah but i mean that's just my perspective i think it's just, it's a really yeah, tough man. situation to be in i think a lot of people though get stuck in that rut with the people they're involved with and it's like there's yeah. negative people bring that negative energy again it's like cool i'm not going to go do this and it's yeah. like uh,
1: there's there's a difference in between yep. people bringing you down with their doubts and there's a difference like the the other end of the spectrum would be people doubting you, but like not physically bringing you down like a,
2: mm-hmm.
1: i I don't know a single person that believes in me you know <laughs> yeah yeah like I, that that's that's false some of my really close friends do believe in me, and that those are people that I've told my like full fledged plan and stuff like that but You know, you can't go spewing your plan out to everyone. You can't be telling everyone your whole story and what you believe in. So those are the people that like bring you down and like, what are you doing with your life? And they're calling you crazy and stuff. But at the same time, you need to see where they're coming from. You know, like these people that are doubting you or don't believe in you. Like, what have you done in your life that would make them believe you can do it? You know, like my mom has my mom has seen me at my worst. So why would she believe that I could do something incredible? You know? Yeah. Or, like, my dad or my best friend, like, they've seen, when you go out to a party or something, like, they've seen the bad things that you're capable of, and, like, they've seen your bad habits, so, like, why would you flip the switch, you know? Yeah. they have all those other, they've obviously seen glimpses of good things, but you can't blame them for not believing in you, you know? Yeah,
0: I think it's a totally different thing, thing too, where if if you change change. really kind of dramatically, Mm -hmm. like... Like my thoughts on what I wanted to do really changed within this past summer. Yep. And I know my two buddies who lived down in D.C. with me really did support my decisions and stuff like that to yeah. kind of limit my drinking, uh, focus on my not only my physical health, because mm-hmm. that's honestly one of the most important parts of my, myself. And it's been said in the first episode of this podcast. Uh, you haven't heard it yet. I will send you that whenever you'll hear it. But it's mm-hmm. just... You've got you to be, be, I don't even know where I'm going with this now. It's like, it's like there's people there, people that, there support that support you. And if yeah. you know those are there, those are the people I won't forget. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. those are the people, those are my ride or dies mm-hmm. at that point. And I know your parents might, and I think the toughest part is also family too. You run into that thing 100%. where definitely the family starts downing you and yeah. then you start down yourself. Yeah. And you get that mindset where I don't think I can do this. Mm-hmm. But you just got to know mentally inside your head that you can actually do it because if you're already capable of taking that small step forward, yeah, it's going to lead to bigger steps. Uh-huh. I know like
1: when I set out to do this that I was going to be called crazy yeah. by my family, by my friends, by pretty much anyone I tell my plan to. And I, I expected that, but I don't blame them for that, you know? like like look at all of like I try to say look at all the successful people that were called crazy like they were idiots to start why not me but in reality why would it be me I have to prove my point like I have to prove myself right they have all the right in the world not to believe me until uh, not
0: to believe you until we make something happen you know what I'm saying yeah and I think it shows in your in your content that you did post uh, if you don't know he has some videos on SoundCloud uh, well technically they're podcasts I would technically call them podcasts in a way basically yeah, it's just, um, yeah so I want to know kind of what drove you to create that because I know how impactful at least I listened to the one about the college and mm-hmm. how to live your days Yeah, and that you only get one chance to do it mm-hmm. and this kind of came out I guess what did this come out winter, winter, winter or at least the beginning like right after I dropped out was it right <laughs> after you dropped out yeah Oh uh, Yeah, uh, so yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so, it's so it's right after right that, ahead, you made that for college yeah. kids, which is actually shocking. So I want to so know we what drove you to at least to create that? that. Was it, Was it due it to you dropping to out? out? And out then like what drove what you, what's like your motivation for creating the more content, especially with working in not only like the social media marketing, but I know like mm. your own content because it's, I find it inspirational, at least in my mind that thank you. it's... It's something I it's listen something I to a lot, a lot. Completely, I, <laughs> it just drives people to actually do something. So, mm-hmm. I just, I just want to get your thoughts on like what you actually want to get out of your content, for yeah. or you want what you want not only you yourself to get out of it, but, yeah, but people. Yeah. Um. So first, I'll
1: touch on on the college uh, podcast. I, I vaguely remember it, but I know exactly <laughs> what my what my point was. I still value an education, right? And it kills me to see people in college that don't know what they want to do. If you know what you want to do, college is for getting that degree, for partying, and for networking. Parties are great for networking. Whatever. You're surrounded by thousands of people. You better meet people when you're there. But if you don't, <laughs> yeah,
0: if you don't in college, wrong. I will tell you that the amount of and people
1: if, I met, you've done something wrong. Yeah. And if you don't know what you want to do, and you are they're partying, wasting your time. You're going to be playing catch up after school. You know, like you are going to be so lost. Like you picked a degree just to get a degree. And then you're going to have to figure out what you want to do with your life after you went through the part of the, your life where you're supposed to figure out what you want to do with your life. Like you are just a whole step behind and it's just going to keep snowballing because there's no chance when you're working a nine to five that you're going to you know, start planning your life. Yeah, you, it's eight hours out of your day where you're dedicated to work. And then you're, you're telling me the average person is going to go home and work on themselves. You know, the average person is yeah. going home and watching Netflix or something. Yep. You know, and then you get caught in that cycle and it's hard to escape, you know, when three quarters of your day is consumed by work and you have the, the last quarter for yourself. Not many people are going to have the energy to develop themselves. But anyway, that's what a lot of my motivation is for It's for people to dedicate more time to their personal development. Because I believe that a lot of people, I don't blame them, it's it's easy to fall into the trap of society, which sounds insane, but it's basically a society trap. That's what Joe Rogan calls it. This path that we're raised to believe is the only path, right, that we have to do this, we have to do that, you have to get a degree, you have to get a job, you know, nine to five, and we're basically led to believe that work sucks and that life <laughs> yeah. isn't easy. And that it's not fun, but like, what kind of lifestyle is that? Like, why would we be raised to believe that? And I guess it's like revolutionary rebellious to stand against that and say that we don't have to follow that path, that path, and that you can be happy and that you can be part of the 15 club, which is 15% of people do enjoy their job and their lifestyle and 85% don't, which is ridiculous. Um, but like that, that means something is wrong. So that's what my motivation is for. It's to encourage people to follow their dreams, to do what they want, to have the courage to fulfill their, their lifestyle, their ideal lifestyle, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I, as you've probably seen on my Instagram, I've kind of grown away from the inspirational aspect. Um, it's become more educational Mm -hmm. because I feel like I, I need to, whatever's been working for me, I need to give to other people, you know? And I also haven't – I don't have the credibility to be an inspirational or motivational speaker yet. I haven't accomplished anything. Why would someone take my words for
0: what they are? You know, I,
1: you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, like, exactly. Like why would someone take – like even listening to this podcast, why would someone take someone who's 21 and 20? And listen to what we said. But, yeah, why would they yeah. listen to us? But I know our friends will listen to this podcast, so they definitely will probably listen to us. But I think I wrote in a way of your sense – is that they get stuck yeah, in that no, rat race, no, race and they think, I wrote it I wrote out it as out com- people think that comfortable is an okay feeling. Uh, this,
1: uh, let me let me add to that. So make the most of it, right? Mm-hmm. You go to college, you get your degree. You're not doing what you want to do, but you have a good job, whatever. Yep. You have vacations here and there. You have a family. You have kids. It's not the ideal lifestyle, but you're going to make the most of it which all right, if you can be happy, then be happy. But you are not, you cannot tell me that you are going to be as happy as you could have been if you were doing what you really wanted to do. There's just no shot. You can live a great life and be happy, but you could have been happier. Yeah. Yeah. Making the most of it is an excuse to not follow your dreams. It's saying, all right, I wanted to go this path, but I'm going this path, this path. So I'm going to make the most of it, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, I totally get it. It's like, like, I'm not, I'm okay. not okay. Like I just like said, I'm just not okay with I'm not okay with being comfortable. Yeah. And I think it comes into terms of not even just like working, but also you think about it since this is a fitness and lifestyle podcast, I will mention it. Uh yeah. lifting in a sense. If you're a lifter, are you really mm-hmm. comfortable with being are you actually okay with being comfortable while you're lifting? Like if you're, if you're comfortable while lifting, you're not doing it right. (laughs) Let's just say that if you're not at least in a bit of pain or at least trying a bit more than you are comfortable, then you're at least working a bit, but you kind of got to get that, that mindset that you have to be okay with not being comfortable for an hour of your day. But it's like people do. And like I mentioned, people are really, some people I saw kind of really were down about themselves at work. I, I saw. I was happier every day because it's a new opportunity. I was in yeah. a new city working yeah. for a company that I loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, I think a lot of people will think out of what we're saying now that you should just up and quit out of your job, which is not what we're recommending.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What we're recommending is that if you really want to do what you want, you got to make the time to happen or make the time to do it, to actually make mm-hmm. it happen. And that means... You're actually going to have to use your weekends, weekends to work on your stuff because yeah. that's the only free time you're going to have. If you're doing a you're nine to five, five, you have that, you have that, what, like four hours after work. Maybe you get the three hours before if you do what I do, like about five. But other than that, it's like, but that's a lot of time mm-hmm. and it adds all up. And a lot of people just sit there and like you said, they just watch Netflix and they get caught up and it's yeah. like, I mean, they, and it's, it's easier. To be comfortable,
1: obviously. It's it's easier to settle. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to make a difference in your life, which would be rewarding at the end, but it's going to suck at the start. And it doesn't even have to suck. I hate saying that because you can fall in love with the process. Like, what we're doing is not easy, but we still love what we're doing, you know?
0: Yeah. We. I actually love this. Like, it's the fact that I'm finally able to have... It's not the easiest thing to get a guest on a show. I mean, you agreed pretty quickly, but, like, like, actually getting guests to come on the show to talk about different topics that you might not know the most about is really rewarding because once you get those guests and you get a date, Mm -hmm. it's like I get to research on the topics, which not only makes – it makes me better in a way because – and it not only adds value to myself, it adds value to people. Going it,
1: off of that, yo, you guys better stay tuned. This guy's got some crazy guests coming on that I was totally mind blown <laughs> to hear that he's having
2: on. Yeah, Absolutely they're absurd. Not,
0: they're not ready for what we're having in September. <laughs> September's going to be a crazy month. I think I'm doing like five podcasts, dude. And it's yeah. going to be nuts with school, but uh-huh. it's going to happen. And I couldn't be more excited for it. But like you said, I love the process. Yeah. Like making it happen. Mm-hmm. Is the coolest thing ever, and actually yeah. getting—we're not going to give out hints. I don't want to give out no. a hint. We'll just say we're they have getting, on, getting, getting any guess, you know? Yeah, it's we'll just say they have a large, a very, a very large, large Instagram, Instagram following. following. Yeah, um, but, um, but, but yeah. So, yeah, so, so he—the he, fact, the fact that he agreed, he, he agreed in literally a snap. snap. Yeah. He replied to me in a matter of two minutes. But yeah. that's because I engaged with him. That that's another thing that we could we could touch on now that
1: I think yeah. would be a, of great value actually. Totally. Steve Jobs said it. He uh when he was he was young, he reached out for like uh whatever it's called, like Wilman Packard or something. Mm-hmm. I, I said that wrong, but something like that. And uh he he was way too young to work and he asked if he could just help out, right? Yep. And he asked the question and anyway the lesson is that if you don't ask you'll never know. And he got the job, and that's how he learned coding and all this stuff. And next thing you know, he's he's the CEO of Apple, which is still, you know, the leading force of the stock market like Exactly. shareholding and stuff, you know? And like, yeah. <laughs> if he was still with us today, rest in peace, Steve Jobs, he would still be a millionaire, billionaire, whatever he is Oh yeah, yeah. And that's all because he asked that one question when he was young. You know, it all started there. That's what he attributed his success to, basically. And I think there are lots of other people that can attest to that, you know, if you don't ask questions, you never know what you're going to get.
0: Especially, Especially, yeah, especially I relate that to what I did. did, People People always think think that
2: that
0: everybody who has has a large Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever following, if they have some sort of a certain number, like 500,000 followers or something, they never never think think that that you're, you're... actually Actual going to respond like you never think that they're going to respond to your dm yeah and then they do mm-hmm. but it's crazy because you don't it's like people don't think they're human yeah. in a way they think they're like yeah. these untouchable gods because they yeah. have so many followers uh-huh. like are you kidding it's follow it's people
1: other like, humans about are following they probably get i mean how many e- unread emails do you have like imagine how many dms they have that are impossible to get to like Exactly. But if, but if you keep the relationship, like I'm sure you were commenting on pictures and yep. you know, engaging in the community, then you stick out, you make a name for yourself and you're more inclined to get a response.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. cuz that's what yeah. you, got, yeah. to you got, got to do. Uh, um, I actually I learned, learned, that learned that too, exactly, yeah, exactly what exactly you said. What said. You, you got to engage with them not only time. through DMs, so a lot of people, lot of people lot don't people like that, that. Yeah. is but you got to engage yeah. through the comments cuz yeah. the comments yeah. are where, where so you sure like if you comment on certain posts Mm-hmm. especially on a fitness one that you have something really intelligible to say they will yeah. reply
1: yeah and, and I
2: mean, you
0: guys turn on turn
1: on their notifications like exactly. if there is someone that you want to reach out to notifications first comment first like like there
0: are ways to be noticed yeah you know? and I think we learn this, this kind of from, from we both, we listen, both listen, listen to Gary I don't know if you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, to Gary Vaynerchuk you know, yep. but he always talks about this he's like, like engage 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 yeah. that's the one I mean, thing he does he stresses yeah. he stresses, he stresses DM someone that you, want, that to you want to work for, for yeah. and tell them you'll work for free. That's like if, how you do it. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Like that's Les Brown said the same thing. He's a motivational yep. speaker. He, uh, he worked for free a- at some, uh, office building or whatever. Right. And next thing you know, he, he's, you know, working his way up. He got the job because he was there volunteering, you know, then you get the job and here, let's go back to engaging because yep. that was, I guess the main topic, mm-hmm. um, you know, my friend Tyler Martino. Yep. Yep. So he is like a a social media god somehow, like networking (laughs) god on social media. He is followed by Justin Bieber. He gets responses from celebrities. And now he is interning with Lenny Dykstra, uh, ex-Philly. Yeah, is he really? Wow. Yes. And he is also, I forget the other guy's name, but anyway, he's on the big things. And the only reason, not the only reason, he's great at what he does. One of the reasons he got there is because of engagement. You know, because he's always commenting, he's sliding the DMs, he'll send screenshots of a random DM to a celebrity, and then he gets an answer, like, you never know unless you try, right? And it's t- turned out to do great things for him, and I wish him the best of luck and all the success in the world, because none of us did that, none of us did the, took the extra step for engagement, I mean, you're doing it now, but he's been doing it for as long as I can remember, and it pays off, yeah, and you know, I respect like, the hell out of that, like, you never know, take that step, it's like taking... Leap of faith on a smaller
0: scale. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I wish I did this at like 16. It's like, we all all wish we 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 did something at a younger younger age. It's kind of thankful that 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 we we decide to do this now now. instead of waiting 20 years. Exactly. But it's like, like, that's the coolest thing is because you never know. You firstly never know. Exactly. It's
1: crazy. Like, doesn't that kill you? That's another thing where regret comes in. If you don't ask, you'll never know. And that will just eat at me. Yeah. Like I, I, I would more so regret not asking, not knowing the answer that I would have gotten more so than
0: I would regret asking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it comes think to the thing where I, I why, you kind of see, kinda see it, it and they're, they're like, like, you always see the one like, post that kind of yeah. comes up like daily. It's like, what if you were asked, you were asked, to, asked to jump out of the first, the first floor, floor of a building for like $1 million? million dollars. Yeah. And half the people, it's, or whatever, it's like whatever. the fifth story of a building, or whatever or something, yeah. or jump out the window. Yeah. You don't know you don't what know floor you're on. you're on. Yeah, you never asked, and it could, it could be, be the lobby. lobby. It literally yeah. could be the lobby,
2: uh-huh.
0: and people are willing to go for it. But you got to willing. You gotta be willing to at least take that risk. You got to be willing to at least take that to at least do it. Because yeah. if you don't,
2: it's just uh-huh.
0: it's just gonna end really gonna poorly end really for poorly. you. And it's, yeah. like, that's it's like that's what we're trying to we're really trying get across get in this podcast, podcast is that you, you kind of kind need, to need to take, take that, that risk. risk. You just You're never know what's going to what happen until it, until it actually happens. happens. Like exactly. we, are, we doing, are doing, we're doing, doing it, now, it now. But, but I, want I want people, I want people, people who are listening to this is, to go and write down their goals and at least think of what you want to do. Yeah. And if people are listening to this, his his Instagram will be in the in the show notes. But but. Just DM DM us us. us. if you actually Actually listen to it and you start writing down your goals and you start working on it because it's like the coolest thing to at least see people who are listening actually engage. Oh, yeah. And it's so much easier. I'm in a group chat with about 10 dudes
1: and we all have different focuses, but we all share a similar vision for ourselves in the future. We want to impact the world. We want to change people's lives. And even though we're taking different paths, like it's incredible to work alongside people, not even alongside, just update each other, you know, see people's progress and encourage each other you know and like reach out to people for help like you don't know if any of these guys are going to have the answer you need but we feel comfortable asking each other and if if no one has the answer specifically we collaborate and work together and then we find the answer and three dudes from this group chat i this is when i first realized that engaging and stepping out of your comfort zone and asking questions is important so one of the kids chris Lowndes, um I'm not sure if you know him or not. Yep. But,
0: yeah. We go to school together.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, so Chris Lowndes said, so we went to a real estate seminar, yep. me, him, and Jacob Schwab. And he goes, we need to squeeze this guy like a sponge and soak up all the information we <laughs> get from him. So I'm like, all right, dude, like, let's do it. <laughs> so we go there. We're, like, locked. We're locked in with this guy, right? and then afterwards everyone leaves and this is where the engagement comes in i could have either left and regretted not asking or i could have done what we did and we walked straight up to him first people to talk to him and we asked him all the questions we had we left there with no questions nothing was left on the table and all the knowledge in the world that this guy could have given us and we went back we went back to chris's house and sat there for like three hours going over notes, talking about everything this guy told us outside of the seminar. So not only do we have notes from the seminar, but we have notes from basically a whole new individual seminar just by asking him a million questions, you know? And if you get to that point, like you can attest to this, if 10 years from now, you're as successful as you hope to be, and someone reaches out to you with a question on a similar path, in a similar position that you are in now, but you're 10 years from where you are now. Yep. You will gladly help that oh, person. Oh, yeah. you will do anything to help that person. Like, that will be so rewarding because you'll look back and be like, look at the people that helped me. Like, I want to be in that position. So this guy helped us so willingly. He was super kind, super nice, and answered all our questions. Like, when you reach out to someone, chances are you're going to get the answers you're looking for. Yeah. That's that's the bottom line. That's mm-hmm. what I want to get across. I went on a rant there, but that's the point I want to get across.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think
0: it. Yeah. Honestly, Honestly, I know Chris he has seen it on seen his it on Instagram, Instagram before. before. He always stresses the book, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. By Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that book. I've read it about five it's times now in the past year. It's yeah. amazing. Honestly, this is where this comes from, this topic that I want to talk about, is because in there he talks about the aspect of working for free. Yeah. Like it's stretched it's one of it's the one thirteen steps. In yeah. Think and Grow Rich, which is one, of the, one of the most successful books for people who actually want to actually get rich. Yeah. And he always talks, he always about, talks about that someone started, started from and nothing, and then he made his own he made his own company that made billions, literally yeah. made billions. And he yeah. made so much money, and it's just like I highly recommend that book. But it's like you just need to do it. Yes. Like go out there. Like if you're listening to this right now, go out there and DM the person that you want to work for. Yeah, like exactly. actually go out and DM them and ask yeah. them, what do you got to do to work for them? Mm-hmm. If you want to work for free, if you want to get where you really want to go, you'll work for free. Yeah. That's honestly one of the biggest things I kind of learned is that exactly. you, you have to share your work, Yeah, but like you have to have some valuable, but if you have mm-hmm. that valuable skill, whether it's film, yeah. creative work, any type of content that you can know, you can market. Mm. Or something that you know or have a skill that's very necessary, you just got to go out there and fucking do it. Just (laughs) get the heck out there.
1: And like, let's put this into perspective, right? Some people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to school, right? Mm -hmm. That's an investment. You're not really working at that point. You're spending four to like eight years of your life going to school paying thousands of dollars on average. Or. Uh, Let's so let's go to your situation. This person has the opportunity to work for free at their dream job, right? Yep. And the argument against it would be I'm not making any money. I'm Mm -hmm. not getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. Why the hell would I work for free? Well, why the hell would you pay thousands of dollars to go to school when you're not even guaranteed a job? Like if you're working for free, the bottom line at the end of the day for both scenarios is that you believe in yourself enough to get something done. So either you go to school and you pay thousands of dollars and it pays off. Because you do with your education what you want. Or you work for free at this firm and you work your ass off to the point where they need to hire you and you did everything you could. And that investment, that time period where you didn't get paid was worth it. Yeah. Like you you the risks you take, you decide the value because you decide the outcome. Like
0: your destiny is literally in your hands no matter what path you're taking. Exactly. And it's like you like, don't know how long, you know long you're gonna be working for free for. Yeah. You could show your three, worth in a matter of a month. Yeah. Are you, really Are you really not gonna yeah. work for free for one month out of your whole life? It's funny. Are you, you say this kidding actually. me? Because it's like what? one freaking month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: I mean, it, it blows my mind because I, I actually did this. I didn't even think this through, but like now that I look back on it, I did this, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> which which is I've never. You just opened my eyes to it. I so I didn't even touch on this, but you asked me to. How did I get into digital marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So basically what I did when I dropped out, I was that guy that was looking for a get-rich-quick method, right? Yep. Yep. And I love talking to people. Um, I love designing things. I love, you know, the psychological aspect of, like, advertising, like trying to read people's minds and be noticed by as many people as possible. Um, And I come across Facebook advertising, right? And I see this guy, Dan Henry, who has like 20 clients and they all pay him like a couple thousand a month to do their, their marketing campaigns. Right. Yep. And I'm like, I can do that. Like this dude is some schmuck that's like <laughs> doing some BS and I'm like, I can do that. Right. So I yeah. do it. Um, and I'm working for a moving company and I get another client, a vehicle shipping agency. Um, they like ship, they like get your Lamborghini and they box it up and they ship it across the country. Like that, that was who I was advertising for. And then you're, classic moving company um so i taught myself how to do it i was reading videos i got familiar with facebook i hadn't touched facebook ever before in my life until then and then next thing you know i i um after months of doing this my the opportunity presents itself my boss was at cabrini which was where i was going to school yep um not my boss at the time but my boss now yep I go up to him, I ask him for advice because I know that he um, owned his own business, his own digital marketing business. Right. And I go ask him for help and he goes, this is really good. And asked me to come like check out the office whatever. So we keep contact, I end up dropping out and I'm like, I'd love to work for you. Whatever. So the next thing you know, I'm working for this digital marketing agency. And basically where I was working for free is when I was working for the vehicle shipping and the moving company. I funded all of the advertising myself. It was like five hundred dollars. I wasn't working. I wasn't making any money. I was doing all the advertising for free, but it got me a job. Exactly. You know, it got me the job, and it taught me a trade that, you know, marketing is something any any person needs. You know, you and I need marketing. You you know all about search engine optimization and stuff, and you know how to get notice, noticed on uh, YouTube and whatnot. And now I know this trade, and I got this job, and all it took me was a couple hundred dollars and a lot of time. Exactly.
0: exactly. But That's it's worth all the investment. It. That's literally That's really all it took you. took you. Yeah. And people aren't people willing to, to do, do that. that. And it's yeah. kind of crazy they to me that they aren't. They and it's just like, just, like, just go, go and do it. Do it. Honestly, yeah. Nike slogan... slogan should inspire you it literally literally says says just do it it. they have it for a reason reason. just go go out and do it it it. doesn't matter if you 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 think think, like like people are gonna hate on you you or whatever whatever. you might not be good 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 enough
2: enough.
0: just do it you're gonna mentally you're gonna think it's better just at least go and try it's better to try and fail than not even try then you failed already. Exactly. You know? You're already failing. You're not you're yeah. not keeping up with what you want to do. You're nope. failing at life. Um is there anything any you have any questions, any questions for me in a sense? Anything else you want to possibly get on to? We have a few more minutes to at least discuss. Yeah, going into this, I
1: was gonna ask you the first thing on the on my mind was, you know, what's your vision in the long run? But I guess we know what that is, obviously. It's to be a big fitness influencer. So what I'm going to ask you is how, so basically people that that want to be big, the biggest thing isn't money. You Mm -hmm. know, sometimes it is, but for, I know because we've spoken before that your biggest motivator isn't wealth. It's obviously like making a difference, but deeper than that, what is it that you want to do? You know, is it, is it, changing people's lives is it giving back to people is it changing your
0: life and proving other people wrong you know what is the main motivation i think the main motivation honestly is there's there's a mix of those in those in like what you just said that yeah kind of combines together there's a point where i want to prove the people wrong mm-hmm. you kind of see it they gave that, they gave that fake, fake, fake yearbook yearbook signature in high school that was like, oh, Mm. have a great time at Penn State. We'll totally see you. No. You shouldn't have written that in the first place. I didn't want you writing that. You you treated me like shit in high school. So I'm going to go out and show you what I can do. That's number one. Number two, I think this is the biggest one out of them, is that what I went through in high school, and I say it in the first episode, is that there's people who suffer mentally. Mm -hmm. and I mean you don't know this unless you've heard and I mean you've seen my Instagram before but I did try to commit suicide at 16 Mm -hmm. and it's like if you push past that point of getting through that rock bottom it always gets better there's nothing past that rock bottom Mm -hmm. and I kind of want to inspire those people who were not only like me like who went through the same situation as me you could be whatever you could be a bodybuilder you can be two hundred and ten you can be two hundred twenty pounds, pounds lean, lean as, shit as shit right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. You could be way bigger, way than, bigger I than I am. I know I am. I'm very I'm new, very to, new this, to this. List, but it's like, like it's I wanna, I wanna, wanna give, give hope to those people, people that do that. That, do that. that, yep. that went yeah, through, through that, like I, I went through. But, through. but through, through the different guests I'll have on, I'll reach on different aspects of life and fitness and how they can actually do actually take action on their life. Mm-hmm. To get past that point, yep, and it's like well, first you, well, first you should get help, get help. number one. yeah, that's always that's the key. Always, I will always I will say always that say I'll that. be the biggest I'll sponsor that is to get help. Get help. That's, that's the first that thing you should always, should always do. do. But second but off, second off of what you do after you get, get that help, help is, is the biggest part, part after. Part yeah. after. Yeah. I was still I was so depressed, depressed after I went through it, so it wasn't like the easiest route route. yeah, but I want people to get out of this that it's like you can actually it does get better. Because yeah. I went from that to this now. And wow. I'm recording a podcast I thought I would never do. And yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. you're doing stuff that you never thought you would do. And I kind of want to inspire people to do things that they never thought that they could do. yeah. Because they hit that rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's what honestly gets me up every morning, at least to learn and grow and like read and all that is that I'm getting 1% better. And if mm-hmm. I get that tiny 1% better every day, i know it's going to add gonna more add value to other people. Yep. And definitely. Like like you said exactly, i don't care about the wealth. Mm-hmm. Podcasts don't make a lot of money unless you get big views. So, yeah.
2: so
0: that's a long, a way, long way down, way down, down the road, road, but it's like giving value to people is the number one thing is that you yeah. can actually impact someone's life by your voice. Yep. And people might people not might see, not my, see face my face for a while because we got to figure out all these kinks out. with like the youtube and yeah. putting it on and everything yeah, yeah. but it's, it's like, like i want to give people yeah, that opportunity yeah. to seize their moment
1: mm-hmm. and
0: to push past that point of rock bottom and that it yep. always gets better yeah man I'm, I'm with it brother you know i'm with it yeah yeah so we're no, we're, we're, at, the we're at the end um, um There's two questions questions that, actually, three. three. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Before we close out, I got to fix
1: this. I just realized I never fixed that. (laughs) Next time I'm on, I'll fix it. (laughs) <laughs> amiable spokesperson.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that. You can't see this right now, know. but his, my thing says Anthony Spada, Anthony Spada, and, Spada. and his thing says his thing amiable, amiable spokesperson Robert. this whole time. <laughs> it says Luke McCallum. <laughs> now it says Luke
2: McCallion. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Um,
0: um, the first, question, the first is, question is, what three what things, things out of this whole, whole, whole one-hour-plus one hour hour. conversation so. that we have yeah. you want people to take away? I want people to take away th- this is what I
1: want people to take away from this and we're going to get serious here in
0: a little mm-hmm. bit. Yep.
1: I want people to believe that literally anything is possible. There is no you know there's no destiny in, in my belief. There's no fate. You are completely 100% individually independent. You are in control of your life. Whatever you want to do with it, whatever visions you have, whatever dreams, aspirations, you can do it. You know, if you're in a dark place, you can get out of that place. If you want to switch lifestyles, if you want to quit a bad habit, if you want to change the world, you know, no matter how big or small the scale is, It's possible, and the biggest, the hardest thing to do is to take that first step, and the only way that you're gonna do that is literally just do it, like we said. You know, you reach out to people that have done it before. You listen to podcasts. You reach out to your friends that have done it. You you reach out to us. Our doors are always open. You know, you can hit hit my DM. You know, do whatever. If you have my phone number, give me a call. Any of that, I'll 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 definitely talk you through. But I just want you guys to know that. I believe and you should believe anything is possible. Like you are more capable than you think. And you only see that after you take that first step. You know, if you're standing, let, let's put it into like a metaphor. If you're standing at the bottom of a mountain and you're looking up at that mountain, you never know if you can reach the top unless you take that first step. You know, unless you start climbing, you'll never know if you could have climbed it. And I would rather be halfway up the mountain, looking back at the view, than at the bottom. You might not reach the peak, but I'd rather be halfway up. You know, I would have rather tried than not. Yep. So that, that's my two cents. Do everything, do whatever you have to do to to make your dreams come true. All right.
0: Next, All right. Uh, next uh, three,
2: books
0: three books that everyone, everyone should, read. should read. I think this is I a big one because a lot of people right, don't read. Don't. and they should, and they they need to experience a ton of different things through reading. All right, so one
1: is Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins. The reason I say that is because that was the first book I read after I decided I was gonna drop out, and the reason, plain and simple, is because I had no idea what money was, basically. (laughs) Like, no idea how to manage it, no idea how to set up a retirement account, no idea how to invest, and that book, changed my outlook on a lot of things. It has prepared me a lot and it got me started on investing and it got me started or interested in day trading. Uh, John Tachi, a good friend of mine actually got me started day trading. Thank you very much. Um, but another book would be Siddhartha. Uh, it's about Siddhartha Gautama, the Buddha by Herman Hesse. Um, I'm not a religious person, but the values that you can pull away from that book are incredible. You know, it's all about I actually wrote and recorded something about this. It's about. uh, Why do you have to have a near death experience to fully appreciate life? You know, why do you have to be in the darkness to see the light? Because if you like it is easier to see the light after you've been in the darkness. But don't get to that point. Like we are telling you right now. Spade it came out of the darkness and he has been through that, all that bullshit. He's telling you now to, to get out of it. You don't have to like, you've been warned. So right now, like appreciate your life and make the most of it. And that's basically what that book teaches you. You know, like you don't have to to hit rock bottom to reach the peak. You know, you can start reaching the peak now before you hit rock bottom. I would much rather reach the peak now than hit rock bottom. Um, and the next book is... What the hell did I say the next book was?
2: I don't know.
0: You wrote Expert Expert Expert, Secrets by Russell Russell Brunson. Brunson. Oh yeah, that's a good one.
1: I'm still (laughs) currently reading that. It's actually right next to me. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, I love this book mostly because it's about marketing, not only yourself, but you know, or not only for businesses, but for yourself. It's like how to, how to give whatever value you have So expert secrets, it's looking at us as the experts. So for instance, you, Spada, are the expert. Yep. And it's teaching you how to give your secrets to other people. It's how to teach other people and also make money off of it, which is obviously a huge thing. But if if you're an expert, people will pay you for your knowledge, which unfortunately we're not yet. But hopefully we get to
2: that (laughs)
0: point. (laughs) Hopefully.
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: Last question. uh, question. uh, This is going to be a pretty easy answer. How do people find people find you? Cause they're going to be wandering gonna be wondering, and they're going to, they're going to be DMing you, you. So where do you where do think they should so. <laughs> find you best?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so Instagram, you can hit me up at Luke McCallion underscore. That's uh, Luke and then M C C A L L I O N underscore. And, uh, that's, that's the best place to hit me up. My DMs are open and, uh, you can check out some of my
0: stuff on there. All right, guys. Guy. Um, we're just going to wrap Is this up, a wrap up real, quick. real quick. If you aren't, if you motivated, aren't motivated by this podcast, by guess, you definitely did, yeah, not, did listen. not listen. <laughs> uh, I just wanted, I to, just thank wanted to thank Luke for coming on again.
2: On thank you, man. It's been awesome. It's
0: been fun. A great time. It's been he will definitely 100%. be a repeat 100%. guest I'll, on this I'll be podcast. If I'm not. <laughs> yeah, if you're not a repeat <laughs> guest after this one, we're gonna need to we're do this, this to again because yeah, in about a year a when, when we have a lot, yeah, when I have a lot of followers, yeah, followers and subscribers, we're yeah, gonna yeah, need to give them some, some of that. that. So, yeah, I just want to say thank you to thank Luke, Luke, Luke again for yeah, joining yeah, us. Yeah, uh, thank, thank you everybody for everybody listening. 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 We really do appreciate so it. Really appreciate it. Uh, um, I'll have everything in the show notes of what we went over, little tidbits and points that we have. And, where, and to where to find all, all, where to find both, both to find of us. So thank you everybody you for, listening, for listening. And we'll and catch we'll you, catch next, you time next time for, for episode,
2: three. episode three. Sounds Thanks. good. Thanks again, man.